0: This is a Gulf Stories Moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories Moment. My guest today, UWF archaeologist and faculty research associate Margot Stringfield. Today we're talking about post-emancipation African-American cemeteries and vernacular architecture. Ms. Stringfield, thank you for coming back on the show. Oh, thank you, Christian. So let's start by this. You've talked on this show before about the importance of cemeteries and how they can and should play a role in a community even considered outdoor museums. Why do you feel that way? What do you mean?
1: Well, as we said before, each tells a specific story that blends into the overall tapestry. And uh, in looking at the African-American cemetery complex that we see here in Pensacola, what we're seeing are uh, cemeteries that were established specifically to serve the African-American community in the late 1800s. And these were formed following uh, the Civil War, emancipation, and and a really strong migration from the Lower South to Pensacola, where people came to make a better life for themselves. Are there a
0: lot of those here in Northwest Florida? How, how can people find them?
1: There are. In Pensacola in particular, I would guide people to AME Zion and Magnolia cemeteries on A Street over by the North Hill neighborhood, Mount Zion out on Cross and Gillimard Street, John the Baptist Cemetery over on 8th and Cross, and all of these cemeteries were organized by burial associations, people that came together for a small amount of money, um, Uh, the land was bought, and you paid a minimal amount of money, and what you received for this was a burial with dignity. Mm. And this was something that was very important to people coming out of a tradition where they would have had dignity within their own community, but certainly might not have been seen as people with dignity by a wider population coming from the slavery era. And so this was very important within the African American community. And we see this expressed in terms like unity and neighborhood and friendship. Uh, They were supporting each other, using the artisans from within their community to create their markers. And this is a term that we often use, vernacular. This is a object that's created in a formal form, but using local materials, Mm. uh, maybe less common materials. And uh, what you have is something very personal to an individual.
0: So someone hearing this, you know, you obviously have great passion for this and appreciate the importance in history here someone hearing this who thinks you know I'd love to 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 go take a walk through one of these cemeteries mm-hmm. and and kind of explore this Can they learn a lot from that, or does it require more of like a second effort as well, where you maybe you get some names or some interesting things, and then you get to do your own research? How do you really Mm -hmm. explore this?
1: Well, we've been doing a good deal of research with um, the Archaeology Institute uh, through the History Department. So we've been looking at these sites uh, in terms of weaving them into the larger story of Pensacola. And um, so there should be publications forthcoming Mm -hmm. that deal with a lot of background on these cemeteries. So we're looking forward to sharing that. But in general, again, I would encourage people to go take a walk. You have a real sense of empowerment within community when you walk through these cemeteries.
0: And we know, you know, Pensacola, I think, is an especially historic city. Um, And so, you know, I could take from that that these cemeteries may be especially historic. Is that accurate? Or have you found this sort of finding up and down the Gulf Coast?
1: Well, Pensacola, of course, um, we have in St. Michael's Cemetery one of the two oldest cemeteries in the state of Florida, other being in St. Augustine, because these were the population centers. In terms of the African-American cemeteries, I will tell you that what we see in AME Zion and Magnolia and also in John the Baptist are the most outstanding examples Mm -hmm. of African-American vernacular that I've seen anywhere in the state.
0: Well, thank you so much, Margo Stringfield, coming on the show, talking about post-emancipation African-American cemeteries and vernacular architecture. Thank you, Christian. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org podcast or go to the podcast page of
1: npr.org.